You're listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast with your host, Maggie Magan. Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the name of the number one Amazon best-selling business book series for small business. It's titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, and the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. And you can pick this up either in paperback or digital copy. We're here to serve you whichever way you prefer. And For today's podcast, we're going to be referencing volume two, which is the book with the emerald green cover. Today's conversation is with number one best-selling business author from the 2018 book, Nancy Claremont Carr. And I just want to say before we dive into this conversation with you, Nancy, need a moment to say who I am. And she's smiling right now, everyone. So rock stars, my name is Maggie Mongan, also a number one best-selling business author and founder of that number one best-selling book series that we're talking about, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. For over 15 years, I've been a master business coach and trainer at Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc. So that's me. And now, Nancy. Welcome and congratulations. You're a rock star being a number one best-selling business author. Hi, Maggie. Thank you. Yes, I am enjoying that status. And yes, I have it on my uh, email. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of fun because, you know, writing a book is just such a great strategy to get your message out. It is. And it helps us crystallize what our message is, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, Just a plug for anybody who's interested in in considering that. I have to say, going through that process has been monumental in doing exactly that, crystallizing the message and everything that one does to get it ready. Oh my gosh, it serves in so many capacities. So I, I actually have to thank you again for inviting me last year. Oh, my pleasure. You turned out to be a great uh, topic for the small business sector. So I'm so glad that you said yes. Ah, okay, so here's the deal, everyone. Nancy Claremont Carr, and I wanna say that because we have another author, Nancy, in the first volume. So Nancy Claremont Carr is who we're speaking to today. And she wrote a chapter and it's called Higher Consciousness Creates Higher Profitability. And it's chapter two in that volume two green book. So chapter two in volume two. Oh, that's easy to remember. (laughs) Exactly. Nancy is an expert at what she does. There's no doubt about it. She's been doing this for a good while. And she's even going to share with us why she's been doing it and the power that it is to it. So please go ahead, pick up the book, read her chapter. And then I'll tell you how you can engage with Nancy a little further. But let's dive into this, Nancy, because I know you have a few things you want to share with everyone today. That sounds great. (laughs) All right. So you talk a lot about optimizing 
high performance, um, both in business and life. Can you tell me why aligning our energy is so important? Absolutely. And when I talk about aligning energy, and the topic that I want to share today is that high performance energy is made by aligning our mental, uh, physical, and emotional energy centers. Okay, so that makes sense. When you, yeah. So when you think about it, your physical body, um, how you uh, experience emotions, and to me, that is uh, the feelings you have and how you express them. Okay. And then your mental health, in this case, is talking about how you program your mind for high performance. So, you know, the things you study, the things you put into it to create the things that come out of it. That kind of uh, mental programming is what we're going to be talking a little bit more about. So when you focus on developing each of those energy health centers and make them healthy and optimized, it's like a three-legged stool. If one of them isn't very stable, it's difficult to have sustaining high performance because you're falling down in that one area. <laughs> right. By, by, you know, by developing strength in each of those areas, you are able to create the business, the lifestyle, and the impact that you want to create as a business owner. And I, again, I see that we serve our purpose through our business to create that impact and the lifestyle we desire. So I'm really all about doing those things that allow us to create that existence. And that's, in my view, through developing a higher consciousness. And this is all part of that training. Cool. Well, that makes sense. And I, I know that you're doing this work for a reason. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your story and how you started on this? Uh, the short version of why I started was I was, um, let's say beyond imbalanced. <laughs> I had a corporate background and it just wasn't working for me anymore. So I made the decision to leave the corporate world at seven and a half months pregnant and figure it out, you know, just like figure out what I wanted to do, who I wanted to serve. But it was critical to me that I changed my state of existence to create some sort of balance, um, an inner calm. And so I just, I took a long journey and uh, through that journey was able to figure out ways to optimize these three energy centers, the physical, mental, and emotional. And through that, um, really developed my thesis of developing higher consciousness. And I just did a lot of training around that and energy work around that and programs around that. And I think by telling a little story, this might be the best way to communicate what happened, the, the end result. Okay, so I, okay, great. So I, um, and this really brings us into the physical piece, but I just want to tell you a story about how when all three of those energy pieces aren't fully developed, uh, how something can come up and just like cake you out, which it did me. So I'll just start quickly with the um, physical piece. I have been a health coach for 20 years and uh, before I'm doing what I'm doing now. And so through that, you know, learned quite a bit about how to create optimal health. And so I, I did all this stuff for myself, cleaned out everything, toxins, and just, you know, ate right, did all these, all the things you would do to have a a really strong health energy center. And 
the one thing that I had a challenge on over all those years was I had a sleep challenge and I had a heck of a time pinpointing what it was from. And I can't tell you, Maggie, how many different things I tried. And I'm sure the audience can relate to a lot of that. There's so many people with health uh, sleep challenges. So over the course of uh, 30 years, I probably had the most nutritionally dense diet and did all of those other things one does to optimize their health. However, I still wasn't sleeping and I still was a workaholic. And so, you know, you burn the candle on both ends for that period of time and something has to happen. And so for me, the sleep just got worse. And all of a sudden I was at the height of a huge project personally um, in my business. And I developed this infection around my mouth and I had no idea what it was. And then I got a foodborne pathogen and I actually had skin peeling from my neck up to my eyes. Oh, and yeah, it was extremely painful. So I believe in the natural cause of, you know, health and really solving it from every natural possible way. So I didn't go on medication and I finally found a chiropractor that helped me. And here's what I discovered through that um, search and discovery was I actually had seven different infections that uh, stemmed over 30 years. Had I not um, been eating so well and doing all these other things except sleeping, it would have got me a lot earlier. So long story short, through targeted nutrition, I was able to one by one knock it off, you know, knock each infection out. And through the energy work that I had learned, I pinpointed that the real cause of my sleep challenge was a belief that I inherited, which was you can't rest until the work is done. But ah. when, my dear, is the work ever done? It's so, never done. We all know. It's never, exactly. So this is actually an extremely common belief. And fortunately, I was able to eliminate it, like not overnight, but over years of peeling away the layers of interference on that belief. And so I must say that now that that belief is like 99.9% .9 gone, I sleep most of the time beautifully. And now I wake up with vitality and energy and that three-legged stool is now strong again, but I'll tell you, it took me out for a year. So this was no slight uh, blip on the screen. And so that's why I feel so strongly. Oh, I forgot to mention that. I actually have been a student of mental programming, you know, from study and all the things one might do, which Maggie's an expert at too. Um, I did that for 30 years and also the emotional stuff just cleared, cleared, cleared and just did everything I could. But this one issue of sleep really took me out. So that's why I'm so passionate about creating a, this strong three-legged stool or what I call aligning your mental, physical and emotional health. Oh, thanks for sharing, because I think the sleep challenge is phenomenally huge. It is too common. It was mine as well. And I finally just made it a priority to figure it out. And only a year ago did I finally get the rest that I need to get consistently, like what you're speaking of now. And it is a game changer. So I'm Absolutely. glad that you shared that because I think there's this, well, it's a myth. It truly is a myth that everything 
has to be completed before we can sit down and relax and lay down and relax, which most people call sleep. Um, <laughs> exactly. And it's, and I always think that it's a badge of honor that people are carrying, like the busyness thing, that it needs to disappear. We need to fix this. It's You're absolutely right. Significant. So I'm glad you brought it up so people can say, oh, I got a problem. I need to find somebody to help me with this. Yeah, it's so true. And that's all, you know, that's a whole separate podcast on sleep. But suffice it to say, there are solutions. And that's the good news. And um, the other thing I wanted to mention is I, I, I could just comment on this. I just launched a... Um, an online training program, coaching, energy coaching program, where this is a whole module on this topic that you and I are having a podcast on. So it's really a big deal. And when you get your hands around it, the whole idea of the balance and you know healthy energy centers, it creates such a calm when you can finally address it. Um, so anyway, what, what I'd like to do if I, if I could is discuss each of those little centers a little more specifically, if I could, and um, give people a little takeaway that they can act on today. I think that's always helpful. Beautiful. I'd like for you to do that. And which one of the three are you going to start us with? All right. I'm going to start with the emotional health. Right. Uh, I, I found that that, that is, uh, well, they're all critical. They're all critical. So I'm just not going to put one over the other. And, and so, as I said, when, when I speak of emotional health, it really refers to feelings that you have, how you express them. And it also includes your sense of spirituality and purpose. So getting that, you know, aligned with your core values and all of the things that are important to you and how you want to live your life, that's, that's what I put under the whole emotional health. So what, what I wanted to discuss on this was that I, I found that there's a couple things that really contribute to strong emotional health and, uh, and the, the problems that cause emotional weakness. And, and so um, self-confidence to me and the lack of acceptance, I found are the two most powerful forces behind emotional weakness. And when I talk about that, I'm talking about fears and beliefs that prevent us from optimal growth. And two of those fears, which I'm sure many people can relate to, are fear of rejection, not being accepted, and fear of risk-taking or not moving forward, you know, due to being unsure of the outcomes of doing anything yet unproven to you. So to me, those are two of the really foundational fears that if we can get a handle around, when we get a handle on them and solve it enough to at least move forward consistently, it changes your whole world. Um, and we, we absolutely know that the degree of risk that you're willing to take will determine the speed of your growth. <laughs> so <laughs> we know that there's no guarantees, but one of the things that I like to share with people is if you can get to a stage or a state of surrendering, the, the idea that you actually have inner guidance and somehow tap into that inner guidance and learn to trust your intuition and what's coming to you and acting on it, the risk you're taking is actually minimized. You know, I know that's a whole nother discussion, but 
moving towards that state is a powerful solution to minimizing risk. So that's, that's like one of the areas I like people to really focus on. Developing in, you know, I can help you and probably help you on it. There's a lot of ways that you can uh, increase your sense of intuition and trust and act on what you're getting. So anyway, my point is that lowers the feeling of risk and uncertainty if you feel like you're being guided somehow. And the example I like to give on moving forward with what we know now and trusting that we'll be given more information is driving a car at night. Your headlights show you so much road. And as you turn the bend, you get shown more road. So that's the journey I like to take people on is, is training them how to learn how to do that, to trust what you're doing today and realize that yes, you have a plan and you're gonna learn how to optimize that plan every step of the way. So anyway, there's a lot more one could say about you know, things you could do to minimize risk, but getting a handle on lowering that concern really increases your desire to move forward. The other thing I like to talk about is um, the idea of not caring about the good opinion of others, which is actually how Wayne Dyer talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that I learned about 20 years ago from, from, uh, oh, Bob, uh, it'll, it'll come to me. Anyway, what I learned from him was, you know, don't care about what your neighbors think because mostly they don't. And the other thing I learned was you have to live with the decisions you make, no matter what somebody else does. So yeah, so that's, that's the simple version of the, the topic, but I have to live with my decisions. So why would I make a decision I'm not comfortable with that somebody else who doesn't have my insight would recommend. Amen. So that idea of learning to trust your own opinions and learning to do whatever you need to do to validate your thoughts and your plans and know that your opinions are valuable and, and valid. So again, not being subjected to the opinions of others. And those two fears, you know, the, the fear of what somebody's going to say and the fear of, well, I'm not sure what's going to happen if I do something new. They're like, they will freeze you. They will absolutely freeze you in your tracks. So what I had to do over the years was literally use energy work to, to, to banish those fears. And I, I've never really been too worried about the opinion of others as much as, and or risk, but I had to completely eliminate them to, to expand to the degree that I'm gifted and want to share that with others. So that's the point. We all have these fabulous gifts. And if you're not contributing, contributing them because of those two fears, I encourage you to find a way to remove them. Doing that brings you to a level of confidence that Brenda Burchard says, if you have confidence, you can figure it out. So that's always, that's always been my mantra. So, so from, a, from an optimal health standpoint and energy center of health, that, that's how I look at it. And that's what I really train and encourage people to get a handle on. So, so that's sort of my discussion on emotional health and the two things to go after. The next area I want to talk about, and I'll 
be succinct because I could talk all day about physical health after being a health coach for 20 years. But the, the issue is I want to focus on just a couple key things. I've already talked about sleep and it is the number one contributing factor to longevity. And that's been proven by science. And the other thing that's been proven is we need an average of eight hours a night. I don't care. You can argue with me all day long, but you need an average of eight hours a night because of the growth hormones and what happens when you sleep. So suffice it to say that that's a statement that has been proven by science multiple times. So I want to go on to two other areas about physical health that I'm not sure people look at in this way. And this is what I want to talk about on physical health. When I work with people as a business coach, a transformational coach using higher consciousness, because it's those three energy centers that have to be aligned, we do discuss um, physical health. And I don't talk about it from, well, what, what do you eat on average? I actually do a chart for them where I test all the nutritional deficiencies they have. And I look at their organs, glands, and systems, and I test the functioning level of performance. Those two pieces together tell me everything I need to know. And then I actually look at memory and, you know, like brain to body connection. And I do all this um, energetically, I test it, and I get a really good picture of what's going on in their entire uh, energy field. And so from there, we can see why what you eat makes a big difference. It's, it's everything. So mm -hmm. food as medicine, is, is that's a statement for a reason. And so instead of going into a bunch of details about it, I help people look at it very simply like this. You need to have um, energy coming in to support what you're doing. And so there's two things I ask them to look at. Is the energy that you're coming in enough to sustain you? And are you meeting all of your minimal nutritional requirements, your protein, your fats, your carbs? And so I help them test that. And then, of course, because I know how to do that, I, I give them a plan. Are you then keeping out the toxins that plug your system up completely? And right. to give you an example of that, let me just give you uh, one of my clients what happened. So, so, of course, we identify those key foods that will plug you up, the allergens, the sensitivities, and you know some of the really common allergies are grain, gluten, dairy, corn, certain nuts, sugar, um, real sugar, uh, real coffee, I mean, you can't believe how toxic that is to a lot of people because of their nervous system operating at 1%, okay? So that just like takes them out. Um, certain spices, eggs for some people, MSG, aspartame, and a ton more, but those are the highlights. So I have this fabulous client, and uh, just last week, we went over this chart for her, and I'll be quick about this. What happened was she had a serious health challenge um, a while back and was on a, a load of medication. And so when I put this um, health profile for her together, she was dumbfounded. She said, but Nancy, I eat so well. I said, yes, I know that. And she said, why isn't, why aren't I absorbing the, you know, like 150 ounces of water I'm drinking today? I'm a, I'm a water Nazi. I said, yes, I understand that. And she said, I just don't understand this. I feel horrible. I said, okay, stop right there. <laughs> This isn't about blame and shame. This is about what's going on. So I told her, I said, remember those drugs you took? Okay, remember the cheese you only a month ago started, uh, stopped eating because you discovered you're allergic to it when we were talking? All right, so that is completely plugging up your system. And so first, the first phase of what we're going to do is clean that out. We're doing it with energy, 
healing. We're doing it with food. And so she's like, okay, all right, now I get it. So the idea is you might think you're doing great, but what have you been doing for the last 30 years? It is so cumulative. You know, like me, I had these infections. I had no idea. I had two infections. One was 27 years old, one was 30 years old. So that happens with people. So the whole food thing is huge. And we could talk all day, but I think you get the picture. The other key piece is recuperation. I want you to think about this. If you were a star athlete, would you go home and just like go out and party and, and stay out late and you know, try to perform the next day? No, you're gonna recuperate. And, and you know, what are some of those things you're gonna do to recuperate? You're gonna maybe um, do a hyperbaric oxygen chamber, you might do cryogenic therapy, you might do energy medicine, you might do massage, you know, you might eat right, uh, you might sleep right, right? You might do a little self-care, some meditation, mindfulness. And that's actually what the key athletes are doing now. All those things that I just mentioned, you might do acupuncture and breath work. The point is, if you're a high-performance business owner, you need to do those things too. You absolutely need to take care of yourself. Now, in the sports world, they call that recuperation. In the soft world, we call it self-care. But it's the same thing. And so I don't care what you call it, you just need to take charge of bringing back your energy so that you can perform physically, well, in every center, but physically in, in the top way the next day. And so that's why you need sleep. That's why you need all those different strategies. So again, we could talk all day about it, but I think you get the message. Depends on how you view yourself. Do you view yourself as a high performer? If you don't, then don't listen to anything I say. <laughs> if you view yourself as a high performer, you better pay attention and you better do some of these things that we're discussing today and figure out a way to be coached on it. Or if you're the independent type, do it yourself, but figure out a way. So that's my overview on you know, the physical energy center of, of ways that, as I, as I said, we're not gonna go into detail because we don't have time. I'm just trying to give you some guidelines. So let's move on to the last section right now, which is the mental health or mental energy center. And I want to be really clear about this. Mental health to me is not the depression. That to me falls under the emotional health. Um, so it's just a terminology. You call it what you want. But what I'm talking about today is programming your mind for success. That's what I call mental health. And so what we know is if you don't program your mind for success, somebody else is going to program it for you. <laughs> yes. So I'm all, about, I'm all about taking charge. There's no such thing as a victim in my world. That word doesn't exist in my household. And people come to me, I don't, I don't tolerate that word or that behavior. So we have complete control of that. And I want to tell you a little bit about that. So I'm, I'm a lifelong learner in the area of personal development and, and it's, it's like front and center for me. And, you know, if you don't have a plan to excel and be a high performer in, 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 a, in the mental game, you know, you don't deserve to be a business owner as far as I'm concerned. So having said that, um, you know, your mindset flows from your beliefs, which is why I talked about the emotional center first. You've got to get your beliefs aligned and remove those strong limiting beliefs. And everybody has a few, a few key big ones. So 
we're going to assume that you already did that. Now I want to talk about something that you may or may not be familiar with, depending on your age. So there is, um, there's a, a fellow who I'm sure you know, his name's Earl Nightingale. He talked in The Strangest Secret, which was the first recorded book. I just want to talk about one little story there because it defines everything I believe in. <laughs> he says that out of 100 men, of course, that's all they did in 57 was men were the ones that worked, right, predominantly. So 100 men starting at age 25, by the time they reach 65, only 5% will be successful. One will be rich, four will be financially independent, five will be working, and 54 will be broke. Why is that? This is what I love. He says, the opposite of courage is not cowardice, it's conformity. And it's because we allow ourselves to listen to the good opinion of others. And if you recall, that's going to stop you in your tracks. So we need to become interdirected people. We need to decide how we want to program our mind, what beliefs we want, what ideas we want to adopt and try. And you know all the ways you can do that. I don't need to spend time here doing that. I'm telling you the really important philosophy that we need to adopt. Um, you need to program your own mind because we do become what we think about. So I want to talk about two key things that have happened since 1957 that prove we become what we think about and we become what we take charge of. The first thing is the, the understanding that we actually have energy healing all these do with our inner energy what we discussed that a little bit i'm an energy healer energy practitioner and i do it all day long with myself my clients everybody so it's real so that's come about in the last you know 20 excuse me 55 years other thing that has become an awareness that was discovered through science and published by Dr. Bruce Lipton was epigenetics. And that really goes back to what Dr. or what Earl Nightingale says is that we become what we think about. So what Bruce Lipton proved is so exciting that our genes don't control our biology. That biology is controlled by your environment. So guess what folks? Don't be a victim. You can take charge and program your mind. Do those things in your physical energy field that change so that you can become a high performer. And this is really exciting. Garbage in, garbage out. Anybody did programming back in the 70s with computers? <laughs> I remember that saying. And so when you put garbage into the computer, you got garbage out. Well, that's the same thing with our body and with our energy field. And so Dr. Bruce proved it, that everything we surround ourselves impacts how we express ourselves. So take a note, read his book, The Biology Belief. You can learn all the details, but it's a fact. It's a science. It's not just me talking. And that's a very empowering statement, actually, because you actually have control over your future. You have control over your energy centers. You can create higher consciousness so you can tap into your intuition, your infinite intelligence guidance, and you can be the most confident person on the, on the earth if you want. These are... these. Skill sets are all available to us now. And, and I just think I'm so grateful to be, you know, alive and kicking in the 21st century. So I'll, I'll go ahead, Maggie. Sorry, I kind of went on there, but go ahead. Well, that's, that's okay, because we're going to need to do a wrap up. But what I wanted to share 
with everybody is what Nancy said is beyond truth. One of the things that we have today is the opportunity of all of this information available to us. And the information is great, but it doesn't matter until you choose to engage and apply it. So it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what your background is, anybody can access all this information and create a new reality for themselves if they so choose to. And when um, Nancy decided to engage and co-author in the book series, I was really excited because she holds the same belief that I have about anything is possible. We need to stop limiting ourselves. And that's still real, um, it's very relevant yet because most business owners are living under limiting beliefs yet. And they're, they're old beliefs. And most of the time, they're not even our own beliefs, which is, exactly. again, as Nancy said, a whole nother story. But the, the, <laughs> these points are, are relevant and they're real and they apply to everyone who's a business leader today. So Nancy, I want to thank you for breaking down these three energy centers in the way that you look at them and the way you assist people in getting new outcomes. Thank you. If I could give business owners and achievers something to think about as a wrap up here. When you decide to take charge, create higher consciousness, develop these three energy centers, you have no idea the impact you're going to make on all of the people around you. You, yeah. become, you become like a light in a dark room. You impact your employees, your family, your colleagues, everybody in your life. So this is a, a very empowering discussion and topic that I, of course, live for to, to help people with. If you want to learn more, take a look at the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for Small Business Owners, Volume 2, and my chapter, Higher Consciousness Creates Higher Profi Profitability. We discuss it a little more there. And of course, you can read all the other fabulous authors in that book. So I just want to thank you, Maggie, for giving me this opportunity to share, obviously, something I'm very excited about and um, like to empower others about. Um, and I just think this is a, a wonderful forum to do that in. So thanks so much. You're welcome. And I know we're going to have you do one more podcast yet this year. But if you like what you heard, go back and listen to Nancy's other podcasts. And the number for the episode is 6268, 72, and 82. I'll say that again. Episodes in our podcast, the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, 62, 68, 72, and 82. Also, so you know how to engage further with Nancy. At the end of her chapter, she has an author page. At the bottom of her author page, she has an invitation for you to go ahead and accept a free offer that she has for you. It's relevant. It's beyond relevant for what we're talking about, and it's free. Plus, at the end of the chapter, there's all sorts of social media handles for you to go ahead and connect with Nancy Claremont Cog. Now, 
here's something that's really cool. If you have a question about what you heard today and you would like to reach out to Nancy directly, the best way to do that is to go to your app store, if you haven't already, and download the app Brilliant Biz Book. That's all one word, capital B's, Brilliant Biz Book. It's free and on there, not only do we have all the podcasts, we also have both books in the series. Well, that's soon to be three. Um, and we also have all of our podcast episodes, our blogs, everything about the authors. But the coolest part, I think, of the whole, 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 whole app is that we have a section called Ask an Expert. Click on that. Pick Nancy Claremont Carr's name and send her your question. It'll go directly to her and she'll respond back to you with an answer. Right, Nancy? Absolutely. I love to educate and support any achiever. Cool. I think that's a really great bonus for everybody who, who downloads. They have direct access to all of the authors. So I want to thank you today for your wisdom sharing and your time, Nancy. There's a lot here and it matters. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. I, I'm delighted to um, share it. Thanks, Maggie. Cool. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. We'll be back next week. So until then, shine brightly.